Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. Everyone and welcome to our latest edition of Tiger Talk Podcast, the podcast that is everything about Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. And I am so excited to be joined today by a wonderful alumna, Nicole Proto. Hello, Nicole. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're so happy to have you here. And we also have some students who are part of our Medical Minds Club. Hello, girls. Hi. (laughs) Hello. So let's start. um, Nicole, if you don't mind just introducing yourself, telling us your year of graduation and what you currently do uh, for your occupation. Yes, absolutely. So um, like you said, I'm Nicole Proto. I am a graduate of Mercy from 2016. I just graduated from Nova Southeastern University, which is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, from the nursing program. So I did get my BSN. So I'm currently a RN at um, Yale New Haven Children's Hospital. And um, and then the students, I'd love for you to introduce yourselves too and just tell us what year you are. So let's start with Delaney. Hi, I'm Delaney Boone and I'm a senior. I'm Kayla Fordyce. I'm also a senior. I'm Kylie Fordyce and I'm a senior. And I'm Alicia and I'm also a senior. <laughs> Fantastic. We have a, a nice group um, of our of our student leaders here from our Medical Minds uh, Club who's very interested in just digging more into just into your background, Nicole, and and what got you interested in being a nurse? So anyone who knew me at Mercy knows that probably nursing wasn't like the first thing I wanted to do. I wanted to be a singer and that's what I did at Mercy. I did all the theater, all the uh, musicals and by the time I got to college and I'm like, okay, what can I do if I can't sing? Cause you know, you have to go to school, get an education that comes first. Um, what can I do that'll make a difference? And I actually, a friend of my mom's, her daughter at the time when I was deciding what I wanted to do was going through um, glioblastoma, which is a form of brain cancer, very rare. Um, unfortunately it was inoperable and it did unfortunately take her life. So she kind of inspired me to become a nurse and Um, even become like a pediatric nurse. I want to focus mainly on helping children when they feel like they're alone in the hospital. Um, Just know that I will always be their constant support rooting them on, especially right now with the pandemic. Some of these kids like they're, you know, with parents at home, the parents and the children can't come to the hospital just because it's a COVID rule. You can't have families there anymore. So during the pandemic, it's fitting that, you know, I'm kind of there for them. I'm with them all night. So um, it kind of like reiterated the reason why I became a nurse was to be with these kids and to support these kids. That's great. I know um, Kayla had a question for you about pediatrics. Yeah, you kind of answered this a little bit, but I was wondering why you went into, why you originally went into pediatrics instead of any other specialty. Yeah, so that was basically it. The the girl I met, um, I and even more so, I had a classmate that I was I absolutely adored her. Her name was Gabby St. Pierre. That is also current was going through um, chemo treatment during my time, and she is currently now. So she even more so, you know, inspired me to pursue pediatrics. Thank you. And Kylie, I know you had a, a question too about uh, a trade at Mercy. Yeah, I was just wondering in your career. Now, is there anything that you learned at Mercy or any inspiration you had at Mercy that helps you every day in your job? 
I actually work with like a Murti grad. It's funny. I ran into like a really good friend of mine from show choir in my patient's room. She was like my patient's respiratory therapist. So going to an all girls school, there's nothing like it. You really do develop like this sisterhood that no one can like relate to unless you go to Mercy. So just between like developing that confidence from the friends and the teachers I met at Mercy kind of like pushed me and motivated me to pursue nursing. And then after like seeing them literally my first day, um, Katie Bernard, who was the respiratory therapist, and then Michelle, she goes by Sanzo now, I think it's Sasso or Grasso originally. She, I work alongside of her too as a nurse. So it was like, wow, I'm good. I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm ready. So literally you always find a Mercy sister anywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Um, Alicia, why don't you ask uh, Nicole about, about the day? I know you had a good question about that. Sure. Yeah. I was just wondering what a typical day looks like for you, especially um, in the midst of this pandemic, if things are different now or. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a little different um, in regards to even like, like I said before, family visitation, Um, these kiddos, they can only have one parent at a time. And it's tricky when you live far and have other kids, young kids at home. So typically it is a 12 hour shift. We start off with a nice report about what's going on with the patients I'm receiving. We do get COVID patients. Usually it's pretty much been almost every shift, but what's great about Yale is that we dedicate COVID patients to just one singular nurse, which means if a nurse has COVID patients, they will not take care of other kids, only those COVID patients. So you're not spreading. And that's what's so great is Yale really wanted to make sure that these families felt comfortable with their children here. And so we're constantly protecting these kiddos and just always wearing a mask. And like, of course you guys are wearing masks now, so you can't really see like your facial expressions. It's hard to warm up. So, you know, you really have to go out of your way to say certain things to make them feel comfortable um, and to make them feel safe because it is scary being in a hospital when you know there's a COVID kid right next to you. So uh, that's a bit of a change. And I'm hoping, you know, with this vaccine um, and just people abiding by the mask rule, hopefully we'll get to, to some type of normalcy soon. Do you sing to your patients? I sing to my babies all the time because they, they won't tell me to shut up, which is great because they can't. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you sing to them? As you can see, I'm questioning you about the singing. I love anything Disney for these kids. So I'll put on like, I'll put on Frozen and I'll sing along Moana. You really like when you're a pediatric nurse, you like know every single pediatric TV show, movie, and the, the songs will be stuck in your head. Baby Shark was stuck in my head for months. So I, my babies, I have a weird effect on babies where they don't sleep on my shift. They like to stay up and cry all night. So of course I'm stuck in there and I hold them and I sing to them until they hopefully fall asleep. My kiddos that are, you know, able to speak and have more of a mind of their own don't really like that as much. Are you seeing patients, are they there for a long-term or short-term or kind of a mixture? We get a mixture. We get a lot of kids. For example, we get a lot of kids on dialysis, so they'll be there for a while. Um, we get a lot of kids, we get a lot of babies with um, what's known as short gut. So that means they are born with, they can either be born with their intestines born on the outside of their belly. It's a big, long thing called short gut, and they have to be actually on a um, liquid form of food. And so we'll hold on to them for months and months at a time until they grow strong enough to get off that liquid form of food or until the parents feel comfortable with them going home on that liquid form of food. It's a big thing. So we get a cute and um, long term. I know, um, Delaney, you had a good question too for, for Nicole. Yeah. What is some advice you would give to an aspiring pediatric nurse? The best advice I can give you is to go with your gut. And the reason, of course, there's a reason why you guys will strive to be a pediatric nurse. You may have that connection with pediatrics or you may have 
seen a family member that maybe is a young cousin or a young sibling go through something and just continue to be yourself, be empathetic, be compassionate, and always be positive and positive in yourself and have the confidence in yourself. When I was at Mercy, like I said, my, my teachers would probably tell you now I had good grades, but I was not being a nurse probably wasn't what I wanted to be because I, I was focused on singing. So keep reaching for success, keep being you and, and, and stay motivated and keep going and don't give up on it. Because if you want to be it, you will push yourself and get through it. How do you stay positive when you see hard things happening? It's hard. It's, and you definitely have to act positive, especially in front of the families, even if you know, in the back of your mind, it's probably not going to be a very nice prognosis, but um, just trying to stay positive. And, and to be honest, I'm very, I like to consider myself very religious. I'm very strong in my prayer and faith. So I use that as a guide to stay positive. And I, and I really hope, you know, between my faith and the prayers I do for these children, that it'll help a lot of the times that positivity will shine. And even with the children, having that optimism and that positivity, it it gets them through even kids with cancer, like that positivity and strength you give them will motivate them to keep going. And so even if it's a bad, bad day, I try, I don't make it seem like it's a bad day because we're going to make it better regardless of what is going on, especially with COVID. Everyone is in a very dark, dreary, depressed mood and you can't blame them. They're stuck home and they're not living their normal life. No, it's a, it's, it, it's something we all are trying to, to deal with, but I think um, you're right though, kind of digging in deep and finding that foundation, finding that, finding your faith to draw you through, um, staying positive, even if you don't quite feel it. Um, yes, absolutely. You know, it actually does a lot um, and people feed off that energy. Yeah. And you don't have to be religious. I mean, do, do whatever you believe in, then that's what you reach for and that'll help you get through it. Really, really important. So now, I mean, we've got these medical mind students. So I'd love to talk a little bit too, just about this club. Was this around when when you were here, Nicole? I don't think so. We had something medical. It wasn't as cool as medical minds. We were like trying to get to where you guys are right now. I know that. That's great. Yeah. So I'd love for the students to tell us a little bit about what you do in the in the medical minds club. Sure. So we we invite um, professionals from different fields in medicine. So. Um, for example, we've had um, oncologists in, dermatologists in, physicians assistants in, nurses in, the list goes on, honestly. We just kind of ask them um, what a day in the life looks like for them. And we kind of do a Q&A almost um, where the professional will kind of give us girls some advice who are medical hopefuls. So are you girls all interested, I'm assuming, in pursuing some type of medical field? Yes, yes, definitely. That's great. Do you, yeah, do you know what you want to, what you're interested in or just something medical? My mom is a physician's assistant, which has been a big influence on me. So that's the path I hopefully want to go down. Good for you. Great field. I'm actually really on the fence. I really do. I am interested in being physician, but I'm also really interested in the research side of medicine. So like biopharmaceutical research where, um, I kind of identify how illnesses and disease like attacks certain parts of our body systems and kind of coming up with therapeutics or like vaccines for that. I, I find that very fascinating. Good for you. That's it's a great field too. And it's, it's needed. There's always a shortage in that field too. What about, yeah, Caitlin and Kylie, what are you interested in? So I'm really interested in orthopedics and we actually had an orthopedic surgeon come talk to us a couple weeks ago in Radical Minds. And um, I was fortunate enough to, right after Thanksgiving, I was able to shadow an orthopedic surgeon. 
and like do a day in the OR with them. And it was really, really interesting. So that's the path that I want to go down. I don't know if I'll end up being an orthopedic surgeon, but I definitely want to do something in that area. That's cool though. How'd you like the OR? It was amazing. (laughs) It was so cool. You got to wear scrubs and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was super cool. I was able to also go into the OR and watch the orthopedic surgeon. I don't know if that's necessarily where I'd want to go because I feel like I want to have more of a relationship with the patients. I'm not really sure exactly where I'm going to fall, but I think I might be interested in working with kids though. I really like spending time with kids and helping them. So I think maybe somewhere in pediatrics, I'll follow along awesome. there somewhere. So hey, it's, it really is a rewarding experience. I, I look for, there's, it's rare that you can go to a job and look forward to it. And I'm sure, um, Alyssa, you can attest to this too, which is why you became president. It's if you can find that job that you look forward to stick with it. And honestly, not that I'm trying to be pro nurse here, but nursing has a lot of opportunities, but I know nurse practitioners can have their own private practice. They can prescribe, they can diagnose. They almost take the, the place of a primary care provider. So there's a lot of options. If you don't know what to do, at least start with nursing and you can work your way up. That's really great. Yeah, what, so, right. Because the BSN, because you said you're a, a BSN RN, which is, that's fantastic. And then is there, is there APRN, that advanced practice? I'm currently in a master's program to get into a higher level of education, whether it's APRN or nurse management. Um, so there's being a master's prepared nurse as well. You you have a bunch of branches underneath, which is nurse anesthetist, which is it's the nurse under an anesthesiologist. So you're kind of like the right hand man with um, you're actually basically running the show in the OR. You're taking care of the patient when they're under sedation and you're kind of calling the shots. You're monitoring their vitals and making sure in layman's terms that they're stable while you're putting them under anesthesia. You have nurse practitioner, like I said before, you have a nurse manager, which is you can manage a unit. You can be a professor. There's a lot. There's literally it's you could be a midwife when you deliver babies. It's all under the nursing branch, which is great. I know they're really it's really such a, a wide field. Actually, there's so much possibility. And you don't not realize it until you really like right. are in the field. It's not really well known. Right. That's so interesting. Is, is there a way to like tour um, different parts of the hospital so you can get to know, you know, different departments and get a feel for things that way? Right now it's hard, but beforehand there was, Yale has a lot. What's great about Yale is they're a, teach, a student teaching hospital. They're a pro student. So um, they always are having programs for students. It could be high school or college where you can go in and you can tour and be a student nurse, or you can be a student um, physician and you can go around and see everything. Or you can just literally, like, if you even have a contact, like for me, for example, you guys can take my name down when it's not COVID. I can show you guys around the unit and I can introduce you to different fields. So you can see who does what and how they function in that, in that workforce. It's, it's so nice to see like Mercy students getting to talk to alumni who are, you know, just a few years, you know, a few years out, but starting to, to make your way and figure things out and you can provide advice to our students. It's wonderful. I mean, I feel like I just went through what you guys are going through. It is kind of crazy actually, but I can relate in a way. So like I said, anything you guys need, I've been there, but you'll get through it. It's exciting. It's exciting times. Being a senior is like the best. (laughs) It is. What was one of your favorite traditions at Mercy? Oh my God. There were so many. Walk-a-thon was always the best. My, my class was, I mean, every class is competitive, but there was something about my class and you can ask all those teachers, like 2016 class was wild. Like we were just so, we always blew records and beat all the other classes with like 
fundraising. And cause we just were, we were crazy. I loved cake auction. Yes. That's our favorite. Uh, I think Dad right? loves cake. Auction. Yeah. Who does that? Like no school does that. Right. No. <laughs> exactly. We did pull off a walkathon this year, which was fantastic. That's good. It's really thanks to these girls and big part. I mean, really <laughs> Kayla and Kylie. So they, they are doing our daily announcements um, you know, all the time. <laughs> and they're also very positive. And so is Alicia and Delaney. I mean, they're just, these are very positive students. How do you stay positive? How do you keep motivated? Well, at least me in this situation, this is our senior year. We only have one senior year. And just like every year, you only have one life. So instead of complaining about how it's not what you want it to be, like, oh, our senior year isn't the same as a normal senior year. I take it and I'm like, we're in the building. We're allowed to be together. I should take everything I can and just go with it because I'm only going to get one chance to be with my class. I'm only going to get one chance to do this. So I might as well have the best time I can with it. That is the best way of looking at it. It really is. And you have, you have to think that way because you really only get this one time and you'll regret it if you don't. Exactly. What, what about the others? Well, honestly, to build off that, it's like, we only have this time. So let's, you know, do what we have with it. But also I think it was another, what's it called? Mercy alum, (laughs) Lindsay Fritz. I remember during like the mad quarantine, she posted something and it was like, this is so out of our control. So we shouldn't let it make us stressed out beyond belief because it's totally out of our our control and we can't control it. So I think I've really taken that to heart this year. Anything that it's out of my control also with the whole college process, like it's kind of out of my control at this point. So I'm just focusing on the things that I can control. And honestly, being in the Mercy community, it's just such a positive, like supportive group. So I think I honestly get my positivity from vibing off of other people's energies and, you know, just grabbing that and making the best of the situation. For sure. Yeah. Delaney, how do you stay motivated? Like how I stay positive is in the fall, I was able to have like a sports season. I played volleyball and it was my senior season. So I, so like that is like set the standard for me. Cause like, you just got to stay positive. Like it wasn't exactly like what I pictured it to be, but like none of this is right. well, in the stack board. You've done a great job. They do a anou- like remote announcements and they've been able to do like so much to like bring normalcy back. Mm. It's that's how it keeps all the students positive here. Yes, <laughs> totally. That's excellent. And Alicia, what about you? I would just say, um, also being a woman of faith, I would say just knowing that God is always with us and that he will pull us through and he's faithful. And even in theology, we we pray the serenity prayer where we um, pray to have the courage to accept the things we cannot change, but also to have the tr- the courage to change the things we can and to control the things that we can. So it's really important to just keep our eyes on the Lord and just allow him to guide us and to just make the most of every day and just help each other, love each other. It's true. And know that there is an end. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's, it will come. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so important. I mean, I think that's how, I mean, I know that's how I stay positive is that I get to experience things like what we're doing right now, this podcast and getting to talk to you, Nicole, and you students about being motivated and what your dreams are and your goals and how are you going to get there? I mean, that's just such a positive message. And it's so motivating, I think, for all of us here in the community who are rooting all of you on, you know, everyone in the Mercy community, whether student, alumna, I mean, we're just, we want to be here and and support one another. I think that's just what's so important, part of that circle of Mercy. You can't beat it. 
You really can't. You really can't. You'll always listen. They're always a mercy sister will be everywhere. This has been lovely. I mean, this is just, and this is just from one, you know, squeamish president talking about, I was <laughs> a little hesitant talking about medical things, but I mean, this is, this is wonderful. And it's just, it's so important to have people like you, Nicole, so dedicated to the health and the well being of people and children. And so thank you for doing what you do. Thank you guys. And we're so proud that you're a Mercy alum and, and to the students the same. I'm just so proud of what you are becoming and what you will become. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you everyone for being a part of this podcast today. And thank you to all the listeners uh, for, for listening today. We hope you have a great day and uh, we look forward to the next podcast with you. Thanks. Thank you girls all so much for having me. It was wonderful meeting you guys. Seniors, best of luck. This truly is the best years of your life. So I hopefully and look forward to seeing you guys in the healthcare field soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming and talking to us. This is super insightful. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.